Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of Bag Full of Beans. This week you have Jerry, Pearl, Cho. It's just us three today. <laughs> yeah, we haven't we haven't had Cho on it for a while too. Yeah, it's true. Finally, you've been missed. <laughs> we need to check. We need to change when we record. We do. Yeah. Just to accompany Cho. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, do you guys have any highs and lows of the week? Um. I have a high. Okay. I don't know if I have a low off the top of my head, but my high is I've been reading this book for a few weeks called Dark Matter, and I finally finished it last night, and it was one of the craziest books I've ever read in my whole life, um, and it was just really satisfying to finish. It was heartbreaking and crazy. Long story short, it's just like about like life in a million dimensions, but it's so heartbreaking. Like This guy gets lost in different dimensions and is just trying to make it back home. Oh, it's so petrifying and amazing but it was that was my high I think so far of the week um I don't have a low off the top of my head my low is the amount of work I have to do (laughs) yeah I can like feel it yeah I mean that's like yeah that's just like my given low yeah my high is being on the podcast for the first time in so long it's like Tuesday it's hard to it's like been two days of the week yeah um and my low is, this is, I think this is the first Tet or like Lunar New Year that I won't be with my whole extended family, so that's sad, but I'm excited to still celebrate it with you guys. I literally like went to a different meeting time today so I can cancel my meeting. Really? On Friday, yes. so we can go, sh- go grocery shopping. Amazing. So excited. Um, yeah, I don't think I have a low besides just like the sheer amount of work. Yeah, that's what my low is too. Do you have a high? Uh, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe my high is like coming back from San Diego. I had to go back um, for like a family emergency, so I, I like watched over my uh, little sister and the dog, which was the dog was the most amount of work um, <laughs> while my parents went to Turkey. Um, but they did bring back a lot of food with them, and that's been pretty nice. Like, oh, is that where the baklava came from? Yeah, it's straight from Turkey. It's straight from my hometown. <laughs> Okay, because my roommates were asking me yesterday. I was like, I don't know. I think they got in some shopping SD. I have no idea. <laughs> no, it is straight from Turkey. It's that makes, like the spot. That makes a yeah. lot more sense. I'll let them know. Yeah. It's special. Come on. It's no, it was, it, 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 it was delicious. And I was like, wow, this is really good for like SD baklava. Dude, SD baklava sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. <laughs> the man who makes the baklava so you're happy to be back? I'm happy to be back. Excellent. I have missed everybody. Happy to have you back. Dude, those socks are so fitting for you. I know. Yeah, my socks say I have to pee again, and they have these, like, race horses on them. <laughs> I pee a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, today we want to talk about boundaries. And it's, like, it's a pretty broad topic, but, like, there's so much to be said from each facet of it. Like, parents, yeah. to relationships, to friendships. Totally. I have found how, especially like in the last year, I think it might be due to like COVID and not being able to go anywhere, but like just how hard it is to live with people. Um, that's like my biggest test of boundaries. But yeah, like I feel like my boundaryness has been tested a lot living with so many people and especially in COVID. And I feel like I'm so bad about vocalizing it until it's an issue. And even then... I'll, like, hold off just because, like, I hate confrontation. But, yeah, it's just, I mean, like, living in a house of six people is a lot of fun, and it definitely has its perks, especially now in COVID. 
of like having company, but at the same time, it's a stressful because of COVID, but also just like never feeling like you have space. And just because all my roommates are very outgoing for the most part and like love to be together, which I do too, but it definitely gets to a point where it's like, ah, I want to be alone. And I think that has been starting to be like clarified as of recent because I think we've all been feeling like that sort of cabin fever sort of thing. Um, But yeah, that's what first came to mind for me about just like my biggest... I mean, like, after Big Bear, I was like, I need to, like, leave you guys for, like, a day or two. <laughs> I need to be by myself. Because, like, I don't know, being around the same people, like, that often, like, and you're, like, living together, living, like, there was, like, we were all sharing rooms, and, yeah, it can get to be a lot yeah, in the end. We were all in the same room. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I needed so much space after Oakland. And it's, like, not even, like, oh, like, I don't want to be with, like, I don't want to be, like, with any of these people. It's, like, I just need time for myself right now to, like, recharge. Yeah. Yeah. I've always been pretty good about knowing when I need alone time just because like I was an only child so it's pretty easy for me to like go in my room and shut everyone out for a little bit but in quarantine it definitely became more of a routine like I think as a house we went through phases like when quarantine first started it was like okay it's just a big party like we're always home together and then we would move as a unit and then eventually we all like hit a wall where we were like we cannot be together at all everyone's been in our rooms like alone and separate for so long and I think it just like quarantine just brings out the most drastic ebbs and flows totally of boundaries yeah and I feel like just living with people in general COVID or not has just tested my boundaries in a plethora of different ways like when it comes to space that's a big one But also just, like, I'm trying to think of, like, other minute things that just get on my nerves and I don't even realize it. Like, part of it was, like, what I was saying earlier of just, like, just, like, how much you're willing to share Mm -hmm. just with stuff. It it can be hard because you don't want to be, like, the asshole who was, like... Because I had a roommate sophomore year who literally had, like, her own dish soap next to ours. Like, things like that. Just, like, crazy, crazy had her own shit. But... Now I'm like I kind of get it. <laughs> like it's to some extent. Yeah. To some extent, yeah, it can be really annoying when like things disappear and it's like oh it's like we're roomies we share everything and it's like oh I guess but yeah it can get super super frustrating. I lived with a random person when I was an RA, uh, and he left me spring semester, which was great after an incident. And I was like, you cannot. I'm an RA. You cannot be doing this shit in my house. Uh, my house. I had all the kids in the territory. <laughs> yeah. I started off the semester, like, I started also off the house. Also house, a dorm. <laughs> it, was, it was an apartment. Oh. It was a century. Um, I, as an RA, I, I got my own room, and I had no one who was rooming with me, because my original um, roommate backed out when she found out that it was a rainbow floor, which is totally fine. Um, rainbow? The rainbow floor. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Um, but then this other, I, like, went to go talk to some of my residents, and, like, apparently, like, their friend ended up being my roommate. Uh, once I told him that I had bus space to myself, I immediately changed, which is unfortunate. But, um, he was really nice, but then he was so dirty. Like, I, I just couldn't. And, like, I was, like, that roommate that you had sophomore year, and I was, like, I do not want you to, like, use, like, some of my shit. Like, soap, whatever, dish soap, whatever, fine, but, like, certain dishes just don't use. Because he wouldn't wash (laughs) them. That's crazy. And I, like, some of the stuff was, like, shit I got from my house. For my for my um family home and it's like things from Turkey like I don't want you to break these teacups on accident or use them 
incorrectly or like stuff stuff like that so and yeah I think I feel I feel like with that roommate that I had she was also someone I didn't know at all which is I think partly she didn't know any of us like us three knew each other and then she was the only one we didn't Mm -hmm. know and we were pretty critical of how anal she was with all this stuff. Like, she literally, she was crazy, though. Like, she would, like, go to the bathroom with her own toilet paper, like, crazy. Yeah, crazy. That's, that's, we weren't there. But, <laughs> but like, um, but in a way, I'm, like, honestly, respect of, like, setting your boundary from day one. Yeah. Like, I, I knew from the beginning never to cross that line, and, like, we never did. Because I think the issue is that not being clear about your boundaries does a horrible thing to you. Yeah. I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but, like, I start like like I feel like this like anger in my chest yeah. and then like I don't do anything don't about, do it. about it yeah. I'm like Ugh. like I told you I told Hulk. <laughs> I, I told show today I like go to the fridge to grab some jam and my jar is like half empty when there's no fucking way I used half of it already like I know for a fact and I just literally was like <laughs> but then like didn't do anything about it and just like continued my day and again it's it's super little and minute like it's not worth doing anything about really yeah but that shit adds up like it is kind of annoying and I have I have like I feel like the way I've set boundaries which probably isn't the best way to sorry if any of my roommates are listening (laughs) but like the way I've tried to set boundaries as of recent is just like saying no when people ask for things when I would usually say yes or just like I've learned too that like if you leave anything on our counter like it's expected to be communal like, which is fair. So I just make sure to put, like, everything that I want to be mine in my cabinet. Yeah. Because, like, with things, like, things that are more universal, like salt, pepper, obviously we, we share all that stuff. But things like soy sauce, sesame oil, it starts getting tricky because then people just, like, abuse the shit out of it. And, like, you know, it'll be, like, a bottle of sriracha and it's, like, empty the next day. You're, like, ooh, awkward. Because, you know, it, again, it can be communal, but then it, like, yeah. overnight. So then that, so then I started just, like, passive-aggressively buying shit and putting it in my own yeah. cabinet. I'm, like... I don't even care. Like, <laughs> yeah, I want it when I want it. It's, you know. I just thought about the the like just saying no thing. I did that to Kenda <laughs> <laughs> when he went surfing. Cause like I I've been like lending out Greta to whoever wants to u- wants to use her. My Greta's my like longboard, which is like really nice to learn on after you like transfer off a foam board. But um, sir, we're talking about surfing. I'm so surfing. sorry. <laughs> um, but I like my we were yeah. She, like, asked if she could use Greta, but, like, I hadn't surfed, like, a, a lot in SD because the waves were, one, bad, and two, I was, like, really busy. Like, Tarchin was just... Every morning, I had to take Tarchin out to, like, yeah. go to the field for two hours. <laughs> like, whatever. Um, but, like, I was just, like, she asked, and I was, like, no. Yeah. I, like, up front just said no because I just... I I hadn't used Greta in a long time, and I wanted to use Greta, like, for the whole surf session and yeah. as much as I could. And, like, that was, like, definitely a moment where, like, I didn't need to say no like that, but, like... But a part of me was just like, I, I don't want to show Greta right now. Yeah. yeah. It's always interesting with, like, people you're really close to, too. Because yeah. I think that's when I have the hardest time. Cause totally. Because, like, I want to be, like, nice yeah. to the people I care about. And you should know, like, I'm sure Kenda was like, okay, no problem. Yeah, like, yeah. No big so deal. Brill like, still likes me. It I, doesn't I, mean anything yeah. deeper. I will but... say, though, on the flip side, sometimes people do make you feel like dicks also, and yeah. that's annoying. Yeah. Like, if you're like, I'd rather you didn't, they're like, okay. You're like, oh, fuck you. It's like my thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that, so chill I guess, like, with the film. Yeah. yeah. Kenda's just chill as fuck. Yeah. Hashtag Kenda. Hashtag Kenda. We didn't get Kenda on the pod. We we, yeah, I know. Kenda actually asked me in SD if she could come on. Early. Oh, we should have asked her for today. Oh, oh my god. god. Next time. Next time. Next time. Is she like swinging by soon too? It's like Dude. next time. Next oh, time. Next time. Next time. Um, 
Um, oh, what was I gonna say? Oh, and my mistake too is sometimes I like go above and beyond for no reason. Like someone will ask mm. for something, I'm like, yeah, you never have to ask. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, why did I say that? <laughs> Please <laughs> ask. Yeah, I'm like, fuck. Because <laughs> then yeah. I'm like digging myself in this hole. I'm like overly nice about it. I think it's this fear of like being. I just don't want to be a bitch about yeah, it. Yeah. I guess. Yep. I so think good. like because I grew up an only child, coming to college, I was very. I don't know if it started off in the beginning, but I think I've come to learn that I am a lot more anal or like, I don't, yeah, just like, like my things a certain way specific. more so. Specific. Yeah, I'm specific yeah. more so than other people. So I've come to a point where I just try to, I think I overdo it, but I just try to be like overly communicative. Like if there's something that I want to share, like I'll send it in our group chat, be like, hey, like this is for everybody. Yeah. Or if I notice somebody's using one of my things, I'll be like, hey, please stop, da-da-da, and just try to, like, set those boundaries, yeah. which I think is good, but I'm sure that it comes across as, like, super anal on the other side. Like, when we've had house conversations, mostly about COVID, but I think it kind of, like, overflows where other people are like, I think we've been overdoing this. Like, we don't need to communicate this much. And it's like, no, I need to. Yeah. <laughs> Better to over-communicate. Yeah. yeah. I, I do the same thing with communal things. I'm like, baklava on the counter for <laughs> anyone. But, baklava yeah. on the porch. <laughs> Oh my god, that was so funny. Um, yeah, I try to communicate that too, but I, I don't have the balls when I'm like already angry about something, unless it's getting to a point. Like, uh, yeah, at one point I did tell Evan, and I don't care if he hears because I did tell him. Like, I'm like, so I've noticed you've been using my body wash. It's okay, cut it out. Okay, <laughs> because like there was a point where there was like only one body wash in the shower. I'm like, what is he bathing with? Like, but um. <laughs> yeah, and another thing with boundaries is what I think everyone needs to learn, like whether you be you're the person who's like <laughs> you be the person, whether you're the person who's like asking for the thing, like when you're that person, just to know that like a yes in that moment doesn't mean yes forever. Yeah, and that's one of my biggest like pet peeves yep. is like like if someone asks for I keep using this jam as an example, <laughs> but it's like oh can I borrow some jam? Sure, that doesn't mean it's like your jam yeah. until you get a new one. That's, like, such a pet peeve. I'm like, that was, like, a one-time deal. Especially, like, I will usually say yes if you just ask me. Like, just be yeah. like, hey, can I use it? And if, like, I'm not responding or something, or, like, say, I'll, like, talk about me instead. If, when Val was gone and I wanted to take a bubble bath and, like, she had bubble bath and I didn't, I used some and, like, she was on a farm and not responding. So I texted her. I was like, hey, use this. I'm going to replace it. Or, like, mm-hmm. since I finished the bottle. But, like, just letting them know instead of totally. just, like, secretly... Eating away at some stash. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that too if, like, I need something in the moment and they're not replying in time. It's just, like, acknowledgement. Yeah. yeah. Totally. I, so, I don't know when I thought about this during a conversation, but there was this one person which, like, kind of, like... <laughs> Unnamed. <laughs> Unnamed. <laughs> he who shall not be named. Um, who really made me realize that I am not this all-giving person that I was in high school. Like, I, my biggest issue, my mom also knows this, and I was like, her, well, one thing she told me, like, when she sent me off to college is, like, do not prioritize others over yourself. Mm. So that's something I do very often, or yeah, I used to do. Like, I would always, like, give, like, a lot to people, and they would just, like, take it and run with it. <laughs> they would keep asking for a lot, yeah. which is something that, like, I just, I, I would overstress myself with that. And this one person in freshman year, we lived in the same dorm, and... He just took a lot from me <laughs> and eventually got to the point where I was like, I am done. I cannot, I don't, I don't want to see you anymore. Yeah. Like, 
I, I literally, like, looking at you kind of repulses me a little bit. Like, not anymore, but, like, when the, when I was like, I cannot do this. Because you would always come by for coffee. Like, who would come by to my dorm expecting coffee from me? Because, like, I'm a hospitable person. I had a coffee set up in my freshman year dorm. Sure. <laughs> my French press already done. you did. You did. <laughs> I had my tea set up. I had everything. Um, the study sex, like, six center. But, like, yeah, he just took a lot from me. And, um... I think it was literally like the last, like the last day of our EE final. Like that was, that was it. Like that night when we had our little party, that was it for me. Yeah. That was literally the last time I felt comfortable like being next to him, and yeah. He also like came home for Thanksgiving because my mom like she was someone who like flew a long distance from home for college. So she was like, yeah, whoever wants to come over for Thanksgiving can come Aww. over for Thanksgiving. Fuku can fly back home. Yeah. And so he came back, he came back with me, and he just really overstepped boundaries there. And my mom, like, I, no one liked him either. I hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> but I also, I don't, I don't really care. Yeah. Um, but no one, like, it was just, like, it was this whole thing, and he was a little bit racist, mm-hmm. and that was also, like, added on to everything else, and... That? That was it. Like... That December was it. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, that is one of my biggest pet peeves, also, <laughs> is, like, when... Because, like, my, my mom has always been very, like, we, like, growing up, I had so many, we had so many people living in our house. Not at the same time, but, like, we're like, oh, a cousin's in town for, yeah. like, X amount of months, or, oh, a family friend, or, oh, like, we were at that house all the time. She would always open the doors to anyone, which was um, really fun and, and really cool and stuff, but it, it does suck when people, like, take advantage of, like, people's hospitality and stuff. That's, yeah. It's, like, it's the biggest, and, and like, I, I, I feel like I have been raised to not do that and I'm so conscious of it to the point where I don't even get it when people are like that like like I'm so conscious of like when you're a guest like being going above and beyond yeah. like maybe even behaving worlds better than you would in your own space <laughs> yeah just because you're just like not that you're not that you have to like be embarrassed or like I mean you should be comfortable and like you know there's always that like oh you should make this feel like home and stuff like attitude from the person who's like housing you but respect yeah, yeah, respect is just... It's also just, like, that's, like, kind of, like, one of my biggest, um... One of those, when, uh, when, when that's it. That's one of... The, like, deal breakers? Deal breakers with friends. <laughs> uh-huh. And people in general is, like, whether or not they're considerate and how they behave as a guest. Yeah. If they're not, like, a good guest, yeah. like, that's it. Like, I, I, like, you probably are gonna change at this point, uh, no matter how much I tell you. I don't personally want to put in the effort to help you change right now, so... Yeah. Even, like, at hotels, my mom would make us, like, clean up before yeah. we, like, left yeah. to, like, go walk around the city or anything. She's like, it's not the maid's job to pick up your shit. Exactly. Dude, the we- people who bring trash into the restaurant and leave it on the table pisses me oh. off. What do you like, mean they go- bring trash in? Like, they'll, like, be out about their oh, day and, like, have trash and then, like, bring it into the restaurant and then just, like, leave it on the table. And it's like, there are trash cans for right. this. Like, I'm not... For context, Joe's parents at a restaurant. <laughs> yes. Um, yes, when you're working at the restaurant. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, oh, that like, obviously it's good that we're taught to share, but I feel like we're never like taught the flip side of that, of like, there is such thing as giving too much, and like what you were saying with like your mom telling you like, you know, don't, don't give, don't put others before yourself too much, and I think it's because like we're all like, again, it's a good thing to an extent, but like we're all just like, it's drilled into our minds to like share and put others first, put others first, put others first. And, like, I mean, if you're completely the opposite, you're, like, an asshole as well. But there is such a thing, I think, of taking that too far, just totally yeah. neglecting your needs. And then it sucks because, again, like I was saying, like, when you vocalize it, you come off as a dick sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And, like, I don't know why, but, like, for me, my realization with, like, this group with the fiends was just, like, I think we all kind of understand how much they give of ourselves and how much, like, like, I, I just think it balanced out very nicely. Yeah. Like, I've definitely been in friendships where it's just, like, I give too much or I give too little, and I'm, like, oh conscious of it, but, like, I feel, I like, it always, like, like, fizzles out in the end, those ones, but, like, and like it doesn't feel that way here. Yeah. Even, I think, to some extent, like, every relationship is going to be different. Like, maybe some people are more givers by nature. Yeah. Sure. But, at least for myself, like, I find myself always aware of when that's the situation. And even if it's not, like, a 50-50, mm-hmm. I feel like every now and then I'll try to go out of my way for that person as, like, gratitude, you yeah. know? Like, I don't understand when people are just, like, completely oblivious to what other people are doing for them. You totally. know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, like you said, I think the reason I'm able to, like, stand everyone, like, of the beans is because everyone is like that. Because it's definitely a deal-breaker for me, too. And it, it's it's cost me friendships. But at the same time, like, it's not friendships I wouldn't necessarily want anymore at that yeah. point. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, you... It's not, it's not even about, like giving gifts or like yeah. going out of your way to like buy people shit it's literally just like kind gestures. yeah it's just like the bare minimum of Ag- just acknowledgement at yeah. Least. acknowledgement yeah and again it do- i don't even think it has to come in the form of like a, a thank you yeah it- it's literally just like doing things acknowledgement goes such a long way yeah and i think reciprocation to an ex- extent too like yeah. i don't i never like do things expecting something back but i do think that if I need something, I do expect, like, an effort to be put in. Yeah. If that makes sense. I, I don't mean to, it's I don't mean to sound people like... people there for you in your time of need. Like, you would be there for somebody else. Like, you drop everything and go help this person out. Like, right. you expect that person to also drop everything and go help you out if you're ever in a similar situation. Yeah. Those are the kinds uh, of friends, friendships you want in the long run anyway. Yeah. Totally. People you could really trust like that. Yeah. My God. Non-trustworthy people freak me out. but yeah i feel like at its core what we're describing is just like being super selfish (laughs) um yeah and it's never fun to be friends with super selfish people it gets really old really fast it's so interesting i had never thought about this until you brought it up but like we're really not taught to set your own boundaries yeah yeah like you're taught to like try to abide by other people's boundaries but to some extent well, one, not everyone is taught that. Two, to some extent, like, you can't always just, like, tell what somebody else's boundaries are. Like, we mm-hmm. have to set it for ourselves. And a lot of that's also, like, we don't really get taught empathy. And a lot of it's just, like, I mean, like, I mean, like, in schools, you don't get taught empathy. empathy. Okay, <laughs> so you went like... to a different school. <laughs> <laughs> empathy and recycling and peace. But, like, like, those are things, like, most people aren't taught by their parents or taught by the education system. Like, it's just... Yeah, empathy. I feel like I. I mean, like gain over time. Yeah, I feel like that was. I did at least learn it from my parents, and like, I also think a lot to like movies. I feel like they (laughs) taught me a lot about empathy, but um, but yeah, just going back to what you're saying, like I, we're definitely not shown. I think in any capacity how to take care of ourselves, because, like, it there's so it's something so admirable about being selfless and like. Mm -hmm putting others first, which, again, is a good thing, but I think even being selfish isn't a bad thing sometimes. Like, it, it just has such a negative connotation to, like, put yourself first when, like... And now we have all this focus on self-care, and why is that? It's because we realize that when we don't do that, we suck. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I feel like we we skipped the the fact that you have to take care of yourself first before you take care of other people, mm-hmm. and just rope that in with like, if you're selfish, that's bad. So be selfless, <clears throat> without setting. It's just now dawning on me that this is like the core of so many problems. Yep. <laughs> like seriously, like yeah. I'm thinking of just like romantic relationships or even just friendships or anything where like in where you're in a situation of like sort of getting walked all over and not because you're weak or anything but just like really because you like don't even know how to operate in a relationship like that because you you, you're never taught to put your like to like you said you have to you have to do your work first before even did romantic relationships like in high I I haven't dated anyone since like not seriously dated anyone since high school but like and even then it apparently wasn't dating. <laughs> I don't think that. <laughs> no 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 like according to her apparently. Oh, wasn't dating. Okay. I'm sorry. I Despite what we were doing. Um oh. but no 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 like that. Like, <laughs> oh my god. You always do this. You put yourself in such cryptic because I was so giving with her like I literally it was not it was, a, it was a toxic relationship in the end but like um we never talked about boundaries and never talked about like what this was and it really it, in the end really felt like I was an experiment to her mm-hmm. um like and I, I'm now like if someone asks me like hey like can we like go try something I'm like sure I'm willing to be your experiment I just want to know about it yeah yeah <laughs> like <laughs> Um, communication. Yeah. The root of everything. Yeah. And it's, it's just, it's just, I don't know, it's interesting. You're not taught that. Like, I didn't know I was supposed to ask at some point, like, by week, I don't know how many weeks. <laughs> like, hey, are we, like, dating? Like, what is this? Yeah. And then later on for me to find out, like, oh, are. hey, uh, this person. Find their relationship. <laughs> yeah, I never knew about that. I didn't know what that stood for. Um. It's definitely, like, a rom-com thing, uh. I think. <laughs> but, like, she, like, goes and, like ends up hooking up with her ex-boyfriend and I was like oh we had also been like flirting with like we've been doing a lot of romantic stuff this entire like few months and this happened and you said that like it was in your right to do so yeah and I was like oh this was senior year this is when shit fell apart for me in school I'm sorry even but yeah I was like that was like I was like okay so we need to like be taught this at some point mm-hmm. someone needs to clarify this shit. To I don't me. know if this is exactly what you're talking about, but this also just sort of nurtures the conversation of like, like, boundaries when it comes to like sex and like hooking up. Also, I feel like like first of all, like I didn't get a sex education at all in high school. Yeah. Like, which I don't know how true that is for you guys, but. Nope. Not, not anything useful. In middle school, like, a little bit. Yeah, in middle like, school, a little bit as well. When you're in middle school, you're not paying attention. You're making fun of Yeah, you're everything. like, we literally, I, I don't remember it off the top of my head, but we had, like, a page in our textbook that had, like, the dick and the vagina, and we were like, that's the page! But, but yeah, first of all, we could talk about the fact that we don't have sexual health education for a very long time, but also just, like, being taught by anyone, like... I mean, I'll give my mom some credit, I guess, about, like, teaching about, like, consent and, like, what you're willing to do in terms of sex, but, like, I, I also feel like, even though I, I learned, like, what con I don't even know if I learned what consent was. I just, like, I, I learned that, like, rape was a risk I ran as a woman, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, like, just to be careful, and other than that, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'm blanking, so sorry, mom, if I am, but, <laughs> but I think, like, when it comes to, like, when it comes to, like, for the lack of a better term, I'll call them bases. But when it comes to, like, the bases in sex that we refer to, like, you know, first base, like, whatever. What are the bases? 
I'm not exactly. I never knew what they were. No, I think that we're never, like, no one ever, sh- like, teaches us, like, what, like, that there's, like, within, like, sex, there's also boundaries. Yeah. Like, that, like, hooking up, you don't have to have sex, you know, like, when you're yeah. in that weird high school age or whatever, like, yeah. there's no, like, oh, this is when you can cut it out, or, like, yeah. I don't know. It just all. I mean, Yeah. And for someone like, so I've never had sex yet. I haven't had it yet. Maybe I might have it eventually. I have no clue when that one's going to happen. Uh, I've been trying to make it happen for a while. It's not really worked out. <laughs> Maybe but, I'll have it someday. good advice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, um, no, like, I was like, that was also, like, a big thing that was on my mind. Like, okay, I haven't, like, kissed this person yet. But, like, we've done all the relationship type things. And, like, I don't know. It's just, it's just, like, that mm. shit, like, doesn't make sense to me. Like, how... Relationship like, without the physical... Without the physical components to it. And, like, the physical component didn't come because he was uncomfortable. And that was I was okay with that. Yeah. But, like, does that define, like, in my head, like, teenage me was like, was that what was defining me? Like, is that the reason why we weren't dating? Or we weren't, like... That's so And then, yeah. like, that kind of, like, those kinds of boundaries. Was, like, she set those boundaries for us. But then by doing so, I never got to talk well, about my boundaries. Well, she set it for her. For her. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So... I don't And then that. it comes down to, like... Well, yes, there should have been communication, but at the same time, like, we have to know to do the, that yeah. for ourselves. Yeah. Like, I definitely have, like, had this realization that I think I've been a little bit of a pushover for most of my life because mm-hmm. I didn't, I don't know, I feel like, I mean, it just comes down to not setting your boundaries. Like, yeah. you have to set that for yourself. Yeah. Like, nobody else is going to swoop in and... Which is why, like, I have such a hard time dating now because I'm like, all right. I'm gonna be upfront with you. It's gonna take us a while. And then people are like, "You're being too upfront." Yeah, uh, yeah. People just suck. Life is hard. <sighs> Damn, boundaries really are the root of everything. They oh, are. Man. Like it's crazy. Like I, I remember before I'd ever had sex. Like going back to the sex stuff. Like not knowing, like when it was like okay to stop. Like I, like I knew I didn't want to have sex for a while. Like I was like definitely conserving that and like. It was conscious in my mind, but, like, I, yeah, I just never knew, like, you never, I don't know, like, you didn't know what was going on, and things happened, and, like, I don't know, it's just the wackest <laughs> thing to me, and I, I think it's so insane that, like, no one talks about that, and hopefully that dialogue starts to change. I, like, <laughs> my virginity story is so funny. I texted this guy we had been dating for, like, two weeks, we had been friends for a while, we had just had our finals. I texted him, hey, want to fuck? Oh my God. <laughs> we, like, had sex. But, like, that counts as talking about it, but it's yeah. not, like... There was no, like, substantial talking about it. Yeah. Which is what matters. Yeah. I feel like I thought that that's what talking about it meant. <laughs> you know what's... That's... Just remind me, Kit Kat. That's, I don't know why that's going to Kit Kat, but like... Chocolate? No. Kit Kat Club. Kit Kat Club oh, oh, in oh. Berlin. Amazing. That's like, how you do club. it. No, and that, that club, I that was the safest place I've ever been in, was yeah. that club for some reason. And it was because all the boundaries were set for you, and like, everyone knew that like, you had to like, consent or had to like, respect you boundaries. You have to ask. You have to, to ask anything. anything. Wait, what goes on at this club? I, I, it's I like, a sex club. What does that mean, though? Like, kink, stuff like that. Like, you it's like, up. you... For the most part, they will not let you in wearing real clothes. You have yeah. to be, like, naked or, like, wearing oh. some sort of costume. Like, lingerie. 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 Like this, this, you said Berlin? Berlin. This, this is, like, historically famous, though, right? I've, yeah, like, yeah this place has been here for the name of the club in a... Cabaret. Cabaret. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't, it's not, like... It's, like... It's not based off... Kitties! 
I think it might be because cabaret is like super I, I, yeah, I don't sex know vibes. Like based off of it, but like I, I they're connected Wikipedia, somehow. They're connected. I don't they're know. They, ha- they can't be a coincidence. Yes. It was on the Wikipedia page. That's yeah. all I know. Um, but yeah, so they'll have like shows where somebody's like being tied up or like mm. strip dancing or like they're literally you can fuck in there. You can do yeah. any sort of sexual thing like That's out so in the open. They, like the, you'll you'll just see people like having sex on a couch and like yep. there's an orgy over there and like what? there's a person in too much. the men's bathroom apparently that is like asks if <laughs> you can pee in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I know who you're talking about. This is, this <laughs> I know exactly. Who you're yeah. Talking, yeah. And because and it's legal and because too. people are so and it's like, just, it's all consent about it and consensual about it. It's like there was no groping, there was no uncomfortable staring. It was like yeah. everyone knew what they were there for and like knew how to like, get it. That's and that, so that's why crazy. it felt so safe. Yeah, because that's, that's so not crazy. the case at other clubs that I went to when I was like in Paris. I'm like, okay, I'm being groped here. I'm gonna. Yeah. Leave. Yeah. Ugh, clubs are gross, bro. <laughs> so gross. So gross. Yeah, I think. The reason it felt so safe, like you're saying, is, like, everything was just laid out. Yep. And, like, if you, if anyone did do something that was not allowed, like, they would immediately get tossed out. Like, I made friends with the bouncer dude. It was like... <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. Explicit boundaries. Explicit boundaries is really important. Yeah. Just for your own mental health and also personal safety. But most, like, oh, like I think in the, what we're talking about, like, friendship-wise, like, mental health. Yeah. And, like, we're saying, like, safety at that point, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I think of, like, that's not exactly what Kaka Club is, uh, it sounds like, but, like, even just, like, strip clubs and stuff, like, they have to be so strict about what their boundaries are, Yeah. like, in those kinds of places, because things could go very awry, and I'm sure they do anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember going, I went to, like, a Comic Con, it wasn't, like, Comic Con in San Diego, it was, like, a Dallas one. <laughs> and, not real. And I remember there was not, not there, Wait, yeah, the, it wasn't legit. Like OG one in San Diego, San Diego yeah. Dude, it's so lit. I I've, oh, I've always wanted to go. But I anyway. like tried to sneak into the journalism pass. Did that Wait, happen? Can we go? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Post COVID. Dude, post-COVID. we have a house to stay in, definitely. Um, but yeah, I remember there was like posters I'm everywhere that step my boundaries and just like move into your <laughs> house. <laughs> dude, if I do my PhD in San Diego, lock on wood, dude. Yeah, come live with me. <laughs> Sorry. Be careful what you said. <laughs> this, yeah. Do you mean that? <laughs> I do. <laughs> That. Uh, I'm like so worried what's gonna happen when I leave the teams. Yeah. Oh, um, oh I was just saying there was like signs everywhere that said like cosplaying is not consent and stuff. Yeah. Because there, like, there was like a lot of issues oh, with that. Cost- cosplaying, cosplaying, like girls who would oh, cosplay oh, 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 into like oh. anime characters or yeah, different yeah, things. Yeah. Dude, that's, that's a whole like, other world. That's the yeah. whole like <laughs> Let's dress and how you dress yeah. doesn't mean anything. Yeah. I, yeah, I've had it. S- interesting experiences uh running in these neighborhoods mm. and it's so crazy because like most of the time like i look like shit and, like i'm running in hoodies so i'm like so it has nothing to do with the way i dress jokes on everyone who said <laughs> but oh uh, I, I i hate running around these parts sometimes but i always make sure to do it like broad daylight yeah and i'm I, always so aware of my surroundings like yeah i was supposed to run today but i didn't because it was gonna be dark by the time I had time to run, so I was like, well, looks like I'm not running today. Yeah. That's crazy. This is just turning Pajama into, like... Pajama on a run yesterday at night, and I was like, how? <laughs> how are you so comfortable doing this? Exactly. I was going to say, like, I remember at, there was one night that Sam went on a walk at, like, 11 p.m., and I was like, <laughs> are you alive? <laughs> what do you mean you're going on a walk? It's 11 p.m. Dude, yeah. If anyone does anything at night, we're like, text me when you get there! I'm going to yeah. track you, like... <laughs> 
It's crazy. Yeah, and even in the daytime, like, I got so, not, like, so paranoid, but I was on a run, like, last week, and not to be, like, profiling of people, but he was, like, he, like, in my eyes, I was, like, oh, this guy, because he was our, our age, looked fine, I was, like, harmless, like, I was just really quick to think he was not, like, a danger, mm-hmm. just because of the way he looked, and that he looked fine, and, like, looked our age and stuff, which is, like, totally problematic on my part, but we were, like, running the same route for a while, like, I was just, like, running on the street, and then, like, I turned, and he also turned, and maybe it was nothing, but, it, I mean, those are the sort of things you have to be aware um, of. Yeah, that shit was nothing. And, like, we, he also turned, and I was, like, is, this might be a coincidence, so I, like, made a point to, like, to make turns to see if he kept, like, making the same turns as I did, and I also made an effort to, like, run closer to, like, where actual campus is, and, like, where, like, it's really busy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at one point, we made, like, a separate turn, but we were running together for so long, <laughs> oh, and I was, like, and I just, like, kept running, like... And again, it might have been nothing, and like I don't know, but it's just one of those things that you're like so hyper aware of as a girl. It was just yeah. like, and you'll never know. Yeah, that's the thing you don't know. I was so I'm actually taking a self defense class right now, um, and really? like situational awareness is like what we're talking about right now. Like that's one yeah. of the biggest things. That's we. That's one of the things my mom did drill into my yeah, head. Yeah, same. Like was like you have to like always be on red alert. Like be that at the grocery store, on a run, anywhere. Like if you notice someone, you know, it's not worth the risk. Like. Because there's so many, like, I, I forgot what the story was. I read, a, like, a news story recently of, like, a girl that almost got kidnapped and, like, and then someone, like, noticed it last minute and the guys, like, drove away or something. It was, like, in this area or something. I read it super recently. I don't remember exactly, but shit like that, it's, like, it's, I mean, it's never the girl's fault. I'm just saying, like, that shit can happen to you yeah. anytime, yeah. anywhere, for any reason. Like, it's not always going to be, like, a kidnapping of, of, or like us like one specific person targeting you sometimes it's like yeah. human trafficking or anything like it happens everywhere all the time yeah. and it's like you might just be the right place right time for those people yeah. and they're like oh, i'm gonna take you out uh yeah i'm like never gonna i want to bring this up i in my first like like instance of like understanding what's going what's going to happen to me as someone who's female presenting was uh i my mom and i we were walking back and we were in turkey and we were walking back from, like, getting tea somewhere around, like, 10, 10 at night. Because people are up until, like, 2 a.m., like, consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the nightlife is big. Turkey um, life? Turkey life. Like, I, I feel like U.S. has the weakest nightlife. Yeah. yeah Bar, so bars close at, like, 2. I'm like, bars close at 7 everywhere else. But. Yeah. Dude, Berlin, we could go the whole weekend and there'd be no problem. <laughs> Non-stop. But, like, yeah. So we were walking back, and it was I was, like, 14 or 13 at the time. And I had just gone through puberty, so I, I had boobs at this point. And um, we were walking, and my mom said, and those two guys who were, like, not super close, but close enough, behind us, two adult men. And my mom was like, they're looking at you now and not me. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh, my <laughs> like, God. Like, at the moment, I didn't understand what she meant. Yeah. But, like, looking back on that moment now, I'm like, that's, I know exactly what she meant. Yeah. And that was definitely, like, a warning so like, right, like you've gone, to, like your body has gotten to the point where like other people are gonna start looking and targeting you now. So doesn't matter how old you are. <laughs> it's so unfortunate. It's so unfortunate. Because yeah, I definitely was, and like, cause I, I I'm totally with you of like you can't victim blame like what a person was wearing and stuff. But I was definitely taught to like. Wear, I mean, for your own safety. Yeah, yeah that's like, up to you to know that that's how society works. But like, yeah, never the victim's yeah. fault. But, but I was, yeah, it was definitely, like, the shorts are too short, or, like, be, you know, you should I mean, probably shouldn't wear this here or there. Even in cities where, like, a lot of women wear, like, modesty clothes, like, they have the full burqas and everything, and, like, 
That doesn't prevent rapes. Yeah. That shit still happens. Still yeah. goes on. It's not like about the clothing. It's just about, you know, opportunity yeah. for them. Exactly. Men are fucking shitty like that. Uh-huh. This is the anti-men podcast <laughs> episode. Yeah, I don't know how we got. No, I do know how we got here. And I'm glad we got here because yeah. it's important to talk about. Boundaries, it is boundaries. Talk about consent. Consent comes. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense how we got here. Yeah. Um. But yeah. And I feel like I think I personally need to have more of these conversations with my guy friends about like if you see something sus, like step in, or like if you're going on a run and you see that a girl is running in front of you, like, make a point to run a different way so that they don't, yeah. you know, like, being aware of or how... Or, like, run past them. Speed up. Yeah. Yeah. Well... Well... <laughs> maybe, maybe not. <laughs> run, just run away. Turn around. Or just, like... Disappear! <laughs> <laughs> it is your job to disappear. Like, actually, though. Yeah. Or, like, at least, like, like, with, like... Just be aware of how you might come across to somebody who... Right. Is, is alone. Like, going back to the guy who was, like, maybe following me, like, say he wasn't, which I, I, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, because at one point, like, we turned different ways and that was it. Maybe he gave up. <laughs> you don't know. I was too fast. Too Co- fast. Co- <laughs> right um, like, yeah, like, if he had been told by one of his friends or something, like, don't just, like, linger behind this person, even if you're, you are doing the same route and yeah. are, you know, like, don't linger like that and, like, because it comes off as sus, like, yeah. you're being sus. Um, Especially, yeah, just being aware, like, I'm sure, like, you looked back or something, you know, like, just... Yeah. Did you guys happen to have the book, The Care and Keeping of You, growing up? Mm-mm. Okay. Crazy. But basically, long story short, it's, like, a book that's made by the American Girl Doll, like, company, mm-hmm. um, and it, like, teaches girls about their bodies. Um, my sister had it, and then I had it, but, like, it teaches you, like, about, like, boobs, and, like, when they're gonna come in, it teaches you about, like, period, it shows you how to put it on a tampon. Oh, a book yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah, it was, it, so, yeah, we had that when we were little. Putting in the first tampon was not yeah. fun. Um, oh, my God, I'll <laughs> never forget the first time I put it on a tampon. Oh. I'll tell you guys that story later. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, uh, my mom got it for my little sister recently, because uh, she's, like, you know, she's not quite at puberty, but, like, you know, oh. things are starting to change, eight, but they like you know things started to change like earlier than I thought because I like don't remember when I was a kid. But I was page I was like looking through the book because she has like a it's like the same book but it's like a revised version and like now it's newer and mm-hmm. has like more things in it. So I was just like paging through it over winter break and it did it had like this whole page on like consent and I thought it was so crazy, like because she's so little. But I'm like I guess because they have like a version one and version two like for like ages. And that was, like, the version one one, and it and it said everything about, like, people are going to start looking at your body funny, and, like, I, I don't know. It just broke my heart, though. Yeah, and I'm like, she's literally eight, and, like, and this book is made for, like, girls her age. And, I, I mean, it's a great thing that they're teaching this stuff, and it's important. It's just devastating. Like, like you were Real saying, like, when, like, with that story you said about, like, when you were with your mom and stuff, it's just, yeah. There's, like, a bubble burst at one point when you're a kid, and it just sucks. Yeah. And it, it, it happens to women and yeah. uh, men. Yeah. Men don't get that bubble burst because there's nothing coming after them. But we got men coming after us. Or it's like anyone with like power over you. Yeah. Whether that be physical or monetary or, or whatever the fuck. I just can't even imagine having that craving. Like that idea just doesn't exist. Yeah. And like that's kind of like some of my issues with like, I mean... Yeah, just, like, with living with all men, I'm, like, I'm, like, noticing certain things they do, and, like, oh, okay, like, this is, like, maybe not that, maybe not that great, but, like, we can talk about it. Yeah. You know what's interesting? What I've noticed, not necessarily these guys only, but, like, 
most of the guys that I'm friends with, if you think you're a good guy, you're gonna, like, be blind to so much. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're gonna Assume think... you're a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> you should, because literally most of them are, to some extent. Yeah. Like, maybe not even assume you're a bad guy. Understand that you are a man, and in this world you have privileges, and, like, people are gonna look... Like, women are gonna look Habits. at you certain ways. Yeah. yeah. You do things that are been given... Like, you... They've all been given to you. They've all been taught to you. Yeah. And no one's told you to change them. So you need to be aware of those things for yourself. So, like, not even, like, don't think of yourself like a bad guy. Think of yourself as a fucking man. Yeah. yeah. And you and live in a society that, that functions this and way. And even, even with, like, the beings, like, I think for the most part, they're pretty good guys. Yeah. yeah. But even then, like, there will be something that isn't even their fault, and it has to do with, because none of this is anyone's fault to some capacity. It's, like, the system's fault, you know, and just how, like, people yeah. are continuously raised and stuff but yeah even then i'll like see minor aggressions and i'm like uh just you probably shouldn't have said that or you probably shouldn't have you know and sometimes i'll call them out but not always it gets exhausting yeah yeah (laughs) and there's also that fear of like not wanting to be that feminist bitch who's like always going off about like inequality or whatever at least that exists in my head of like not wanting to always be calling out these little things i think also for me it's I don't want to come off as that, but sometimes I don't even want to be that for myself as far as, like, sometimes I think I'm reading into something too much. Mm, Self-doubt. Like, self-doubt of, like, oh, maybe, you know, and, yeah. Gaslighting. 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 Oh, my God. Dude, boundaries of the so many things. (laughs) Yeah. So many things. Yeah. I think for me, it's, like, I just, like, it's exhausting being that person of, like, pointing things out to people. I'm, like, after a certain point, you need to, like, take your conscious effort towards fixing these things instead of me pointing it out and there'd be like bandages put on top of these problems yeah it was crazy to me um sophomore when i was an ra i had like i had like two friend groups i had the ras and then the b112 people like i had all of you did i know y'all b112, like barely. barely we barely I, knew each yeah, other yeah i met you sophomore year but i didn't like know that was, all like, i knew about you was, was like, we game of thrones and you fell yeah. asleep <laughs> oh no yeah, Jeez. I fell asleep during the finale, I think, or something. The the Battle of Winterfell is when you fell asleep. Yes, I remember that, is that you had, like, a busy... Yeah. You were, like, in your play. You yeah. were... You were done. But, um, my RA friends, like, they, like, somewhat knew all, all the guys, and I was like, yeah, like, they're really chill. Like, I would say they're all feminists. Like, they all, like, un- they can all agree that, like, men are trash. Like, they understand that. They understand that statement. Yeah. And they're all, like holy shit, like, my boyfriend's, like, not like that, or, like, my guy friends aren't like that, and I'm like, yeah, I need, who are you friends with? I need my significant other to always know men are trash. Yeah. For sure. Blanket statement. Blanket statement. Uh, I could talk about this forever, but I, I do think we should wrap up. Yeah, we have a lot of work to do. Wizness. Wizness. This very quickly Wizness. turned into all kinds of boundaries, but important boundaries nonetheless. Yes. Do you guys have any final thoughts or anything you want to say? Can someone give me a handbook of how relationships work? Because I'm, like, very... I need, like, everything detailed out. I need to know what the next steps are, what stuff happened. happen. We watched this, um... It, I remember it so distinctly in fourth grade, they had us watch this, like, puberty movie. I, this doesn't even relate oh, no. to relationships, but it just made me think of... They had this song that was, like... Um... Oh, my God, how did it go? 
It was like talking about how penises come in all different sizes, and basically, I don't remember how the song goes, but it was like, penises are like noses, they come in all different sizes, oh my God. and there's like a graphic of just a bunch of flying penises. Oh my, whoever made that had to know that was wait, just wait, like... Wait, I have a question, did they do the same thing for vaginas? I don't remember, penises were funnier back then. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's that? Yeah. Sure. People were sh- people were so scared of vaginas. <laughs> yeah. People are still people are still so, so scared of vaginas. Uh, <sighs> I guess my final thought is only like if you're listening, go tell the people you love. No, <laughs> yes. I don't want you in my room right now. I don't want you to use my body wash. I don't want to talk about this. That's all I have to say. Set your boundaries. Set your boundaries. Set your boundaries. That should be the title of this episode. Yeah. Mm. Good. Mm. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.